have our ways of facing rainy days, and somehow we survive. Hi, I'm Sherry. And I'm Fran. Welcome to Modern Widow Podcast Season 2, Episode 5 of our It's All About Love series. Fran, boy, do we have a great show planned for today. We are continuing our discussion of online dating, the good, the bad, and the scary. And we have a very special guest this week. All the way from New York City, Mark Simone, who just happens to be Mr. New York. Mark Simone is a radio host of The Mark Simone Show, which airs Monday through Friday, 10 until noon, at 710-WOR in New York City. And he is a guest on many TV shows. Before Mark joins our program, Fran, you know what time it is. It's time for Weekend Shenanigans, Notable Events. Why don't you go first? Okay, I will. Well, Cher, you know that when we started this podcast, we pledged to keep it real and honest. We told our listeners that most times we'll be covering happy topics as well as informative topics. But you know, sometimes because life happens, there will be sad discussion too. I am getting ready to fly to Pennsylvania tomorrow. My family suffered a very sudden and tragic loss a few days ago. And so I'm traveling back to attend the funeral and help my son and daughter-in-law in any way I can as they navigate the next few weeks and months. As a parent, it is so hard to watch your children deal with sadness and loss. You feel helpless because you realize you can't fix it and make it all better. All you can do is hold them tight and give them your love and support. So just so the listeners know, Sherry being the trooper she is, Sherry will be handling the majority of this week's show, and I will be back as usual next week. Fran, I hope for you and Andy and Tracy peace and comfort during this time. I know this is very, very hard. So I love you guys and tell them that I love them and to take care. I absolutely will. It's not going to be an easy trip. I was looking forward to going out there for vacation in a couple of weeks, and this is just a a much different trip. Right. Well, for weekend shenanigans, it's been quiet here in northern Michigan, at least at my house. But I am also traveling. Fran, I am so excited to attend the 75th wedding anniversary celebration of Bill and Liz because they are going to be on our show talking about long lasting, loving marriages. And Bill will be exceptional because he owned a radio station and had a morning talk show for many years in Chicago. It was called the Bill Ward Show. So I am so looking forward to going to Arizona this week. And his wife, Liz, is such a lovely, charming lady. I can't wait. I know. I I think it's so exciting, A, to find people who have been married for 75 years, And the father, Bill Wardle, he is a former Chicago radio owner and radio host. So he will be a great asset to our show. I'm really looking forward to that. And Liz, his wife, is a wonderful, lovely lady. So it should be a great time. I did not know that about Bill. Yes, a radio host and owner. And you know what, Fran? I'm looking forward to just getting south of that 45th parallel for a little bit. (laughs) I'll bet you are. (laughs) Oh, and that's our weekend shenanigans, notable events. 
We will continue our uniquely Michigan portion on some later shows. But today and next week, since our series is It's All About Love, we have some old-fashioned love letters to read. Our executive producer found these and passed them along to us. Fran, aren't they romantic? Oh, Well, you know, back then, I mean, because these are from quite quite a while ago. It was their only form of communication. They would write short notes. They would write long odes to the the person that they loved and sent them off by courier or delivery person. It was back in that time where you thought about the words you were actually putting on paper rather than shooting a text out in three seconds. Right. And there's so much more romantic than getting a text that says, hey, give me a call. <laughs> little, little red heart. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why don't you go first? Okay, I just I just have a couple. The first one, and please excuse me if I do not pronounce this name right. It, it appears to be French. This is from a Juliet Druet to Victor Hugo in 1833. If you knew how I long for you, how the memory of last night leaves me delirious with joy and full of desire, how I long to give myself up in ecstasy to your sweet breath and to those kisses from your lips, which fill me with delight. And Mm. number two is, speaking of kisses, this is from Nathaniel Hawthorne to Sophia Peabody, dated July 24th, 1839. Oh, my heart is thirsty for your kisses. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, short and sweet. Short to the point. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I just have one more. This is from a William Makepeace Thackeray, who was an English novelist. He wrote this to Mrs. Jane Brookfield, which I thought was very interesting that she's a Mrs. Uh, November of 1848. It says she was merely very fond of him but he was passionate about her for years. And it just says, when you look at me, when you think of me, I am in paradise. Oh, how sweet. Yes. And again, short and to the point. Yes. I have a few I'm going to read. Okay. The first one is from Napoleon Bonaparte, French ruler to Madame Marie Waluska, January 1st, 1807. He writes... I have seen only you, I have admired only you, I desire only you. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Wow. Yeah. The next one is from Ellen Louisa Tucker to Ralph Waldo Emerson, American Mm. essayist and poet and her future husband, December 1828. She writes... I will whisper something into the ear of your heart. Oh. Isn't that oh one nice? Gosh. Yes. The ear of your heart. heart. Yeah. That's I like that. Be- that's beautiful. It is. I'm going to remember that one. The ear of your, of heart. your heart. Wow. And the third one I'm going to read today is from George Farquhar, who was an English writer of comedies to Anne Oldfield an actress around the 1700s. This love remained unrequited. So that's too bad, but he wrote a beautiful letter to her. He writes, I have told him my passion. My eyes have spoke it. 
My tongue pronounced it, and my pen declared it. Now my heart is full of you, my head raves for you, and my hand writes to you. Oh my, wow. Yeah, they're lovely. Wow, wow. that was beautiful. Yes. And you know what would be fun? We, I would like to encourage our listeners to write their loved one a love letter this week. Why not? Doesn't have to be long. Short and sweet ones are as lovely as the longer ones. And if anyone wants to write me a love letter, please feel free to do so. Yes, you can You can email all of them to Sherry and I at modern.widow.podcast at gmail.com. That's right. <laughs> Oh, this was fun. This was fun. Yes. Okay, we are going to bring on our guest. I want to introduce our very special guest this week, all the way from New York City, Mark Simone, who happens to be known as Mr. New York. Mark Simone is a radio host of The Mark Simone Show, which airs Monday through Friday, 10 until noon, at WOR in New York City. And he is a guest on many TV shows. Mark, welcome to Modern Widow Podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Oh, speaking of Michigan, Mark has Michigan roots, don't you? Yes, I'm from Michigan, uh, near Detroit, Gross Point Farms. What else? I used to go up all those places up north, Charlevoix, Petoskey, Traverse City, Boyne Mountain, Harbor Springs, all those places, Mackinac. So you have been north of the 45th parallel. You're a very lucky man. Yeah. And I'm on this thing, which, uh, the, what, what talk about luck, huh? Yeah. <laughs> right. By the way, for anybody listening, don't tell anybody I was here. All right, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Let me tell you, your listenership will go up by tenfold because you are on our show today. Well, yeah. The good thing about this show, you don't ever get stage fright. No, I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's a very popular podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we are going to continue our discussion about online dating, the good, the bad, and the scary. I thought that was it. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Mark, I have some online dating experiences, which were mostly one and done experiences. So you are here today to give me the male point of view and perspective about online dating. Well, I told you, stay off those sex sites. Just go to the normal ones. I think they'll do better. But no, I'm kidding. He's uh, <laughs> the normal sites. <laughs> For the listeners, I have never been on a sex site, just FYI. Before I met you. No, I mean, uh, <laughs> no, I, I bet you have never been on one of those. <laughs> well, let me tell you one of my many stories, and then you give me your perspective okay, about you like how this works. the normal, uh, the mainstream. You like Match and those kind of sites. Yeah, but I don't know of any other sites there are. Well, there's like uh, Hinge is kind of the upscale site. There's Bumble. That's the more contemporary, modern uh, site. Match is like the old, traditional, uh, very mainstream site. Okay. I've never been on Bumble, and I've never been on Hinge. Actually, I've never even heard of Hinge until just now. Oh, well, there's all... See, uh, these sites, it's like uh, restaurants or bars. There's a good fancy one. There's an average one. There's a casual one. There's a sleazy one. There's a very high-end one. So, like, plenty of fish. That's like a bad diner. It's not the classiest crowd. 
And then there's, well, there's all of them. There's Zeus. It's, it's like, okay, not great. There's okay Cupid. It's a little better than Zeus. There's Match, like a very fine, a good restaurant, but a big, big, you know, mainstream touristy sort of a place. Bumble's more the uh, chic new cafe. Hinge is like the very upscale in spot. It's, it works like that. And it's the same thing as restaurants. One can be very hot, and then a few years later, it dies out. And it, it, you know, each one gets its own crowd. Okay. And I've never been on the age-related ones. Like, I think one is called... Um, Our Time. Our Time, right. I haven't been on that. Or Senior, yeah. Silver Seniors and stuff like that. Yeah, Maybe I should... Our time, there. our time is like the match for uh, seniors. There's one called Silver Singles, which looks better, but it's the worst software I've ever seen. I, I try all these out just to see how they operate. Uh, senior match is great, but there's nobody on it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like uh, it's a good restaurant, but there's nobody there. You're eating a lot. <laughs> There's another one I can't remember for older people. Senior people meet or something like that. How about, you know, one of the big ones that I've never been on? I've only been on two. But how about eHarmony? Oh, the worst. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a very uh, uh, fine people of good character. Uh, like, But it's the most boring site in the world. And you can't just go on eHarmony. You've got to fill out a questionnaire that's like 50,000 questions. You're lucky if you live long enough to fill this questionnaire out. <laughs> By the time you filled it all out, you got to change your age because you're a year older already. It is. And you see like a, a beautiful, fast-moving sherry is not going to be bothered with all that. So you get people who've got nothing in life to do but fill out these questions. And again, very nice people on there, but it's it's not for most people. It's a little boring. Okay. Well, I am not on any sites right now because I... But they threw you off again? Yeah, they did. <laughs> but I will tell you about one of my experiences. I actually did meet a few men when I was on. And this one, um, I met a man for lunch, and I'm going to refer to him as the grumpy old man. Now, he was my age, so he was in his 60s. And physically, he looked like his picture. He was the height that he said he was. So that was all okay. So I walk in, and after we said our hellos, he made this statement. You are very attractive. And had he stopped there, that would have been great. But then he Well, you added, are very attractive. What's wrong with well, that? Well, that's good. But then he said, and you know it. And I thought, why would somebody say that to me? Or to say it to anybody. Anyway, it went downhill from there. And I remember at one point he started talking to me about his teeth and root canals and stuff. Now, I realize that you are not going to like everybody you meet, but it should be at least a pleasant experience. And this was not. Yeah, it's a big problem. I talk to a lot of people. One reason I go look at all these sites is uh, just to see what people say and what they do. And I talk to millions of women that go on them. The biggest problem, and women do this too, but you meet a new person and say, what's new? And they actually tell you the word. Uh, cable went out and I called the cable company. You know, I was on hold for about 45 minutes. They said they'd come at two, but they didn't come at two. What's new is a figure of speech. They don't really want to know every stupid little <laughs> detail of everything you did uh, pick something interesting you know if you said uh, well, i went to the greatest restaurant last night or i i climbed mount so-and-so okay talk about that but uh, and this guy uh, listen a lot of people have problems with their teeth nobody needs to hear about it it's you're right <laughs> especially when you just met somebody 
Yeah. So when you meet anybody, anywhere, anytime, just talk about fun stuff, interesting stuff, and talk about something they'd be interested in. Uh, I really don't think you care about his dentistry and his uh, dental history. It's it's not of any interest. But that's the it's, it's, here's the biggest mistake people make. You got to talk on the phone a lot first. A lot of women think that's uh, not good. I got to meet the person. I don't want to waste any time. I got to see if there's anything there. Talk on the phone first. See if you have a connection you have plenty to talk about do you talk very easily what if, see, if you'd talk to him for an hour on the phone the tooth story would have come out then you would <laughs> well speaking of talking on the phone now i like talking to people and i like talking on the phone and it doesn't have to be hours on end but i like hearing somebody's voice their voice is very important to me now on another person, he absolutely refused to talk on the phone. It was all texting, 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 and that just drives me over the edge. Well, it's too a, much. That case, the guy was married. He's definitely, see, that's another thing. If they won't talk on the phone, they're married. They, they can text all they want, but they can't talk on the phone because the wife will hear the conversation. Now, sometimes you get a guy, seems to always be able to talk during the day, but 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night, he can't seem to talk. He's got to text because he's married or living with somebody. Oh, that's yeah, interesting. Okay. But I n never thought of that. It's very important to talk to the person. Do not text because the guy could text you. You know, you don't know this guy at all. You're trying to figure out if you like the guy. That guy could text you, hi, how are you? That sounds great. But if you're talking on the phone, it could be one of two things. He could get on the phone and say, hi, how are you? And that sounds great. Or he could get on the phone and say, uh, hi, uh, uh, how are you? Now, that guy you don't want to meet. And you can't tell that from the text. You got to hear him. You got to hear his voice, his energy, his personality. It's crucial. I like that idea. And this is what I was thinking. How about, so you and a gentleman were talking and talking and you're getting ready to set up a date. How about doing a Zoom meeting or a video chat beforehand? Mm -hmm. If you do, you, you can if you want. That means you're not really sure. Yeah, you can. But, you know, if you talk to them on the listen, if you talk to them on the phone and you really get along and you've got a real connection, you can meet. So they might not look as good as the picture. Very. The most important thing is talking on the phone. You know, especially in the New York area, you'll see a woman. Picture's beautiful, elegant, so sharply dressed. And then he gives you a number and you call her and she says, how are you? And you see that voice. Oh, I'm sorry. I have the wrong number. I'm sorry. <laughs> You, you got to talk to them. It's very important. I agree because, well, the sound of a voice is important to me too. And you can be really turned on by a voice or you can really be turned off. So talking on the phone is important. I absolutely agree. What other advice can you give me? Uh, well, you know, it's the obvious things. Don't, uh, you know, meet in a public place. Most people like to make it uh, coffee because uh, they don't want to be, if, what if they don't like the guy or what if it's really awkward? Coffee is 20 minutes, lunch, dinner, that can be an hour and a half. So they make it coffee. That's the reason there's 86,000 Starbucks in this country. These are all <laughs> online meetings. This is all they are. Look around. <laughs> free starbucks uh there's three nerdy guys on the computer these are the, the normal customers and then the rest are all online dates you see the woman alone the guy alone he's waiting for the online date oh my gosh i never knew that yeah and coffee is good if he says let's meet in a bar okay a little better but that's more nighttime activity people sometimes like to meet earlier and i know women that really do this online dating stuff i mean they got uh, i'm not kidding they got uh, six seven of these lined up in a row 
every 45 minutes for the whole afternoon, four or five days a week. They got spreadsheets to keep track of these guys. It, it happens. I knew someone who did keep a spreadsheet and he did find his love and they are married. So, and actually a spreadsheet's a good idea because you can't remember this stuff. Yeah, and you, when you, you can't remember it, forget it. If you don't remember it, <laughs> you've got to write it down to remember him. I, I do. I have to write you it down. Forget it. If you have to write it down. <laughs> if you can't remember the guy, you have no reason to go out with him. Oh, good point. You know, sometimes you see a guy or you see a woman, you're in a restaurant, they're over there, but they're with somebody, and you see them, they look beautiful, just your type. You think, you'll remember that a month later, two months later, you'll remember that woman sitting there. But if uh, you meet a guy or talk to him and you can't remember him, forget it. That tells you everything. Good information. Let's see. What else can you help me with? Because no, I'm not good at this at all. a piece of paper. Let's get to the next question. <laughs> I don't I like to pick on her. <laughs> oh, well. Now, here's the next question. Okay, ask a question. What pictures should you put up? Oh, good question. Very important. If you have to take a selfie, do not do it in a bathroom. You're right. Bathroom pictures. You can see the toilet in the background, the sink in the background. You can see you're in a mirror. Even if you hide the toilet, you can see there's tile there. It looks, why are you in a bathroom in your picture? Terrible. Most important rule. You've got to be smiling. Big, fun smile in the picture you got to look happy fun make sure it's a picture of you smiling one that shows your face that's good be nice if you show your whole body not that you know that's that important but uh, give the person an idea of what you look like how you you know you dress and how you stand and gives you a better feel for the person and then every other picture has to convey something that you're fun like uh, if you want to meet a golfer picture you don't put a picture of you swinging the golf club because every guy looks at it you know women don't realize this they look at it and they go this one she's terrible she doesn't know how to swing her knees are crooked her elbows off her finish is bad but a picture of you at the golf club or something picture of you at the beach or at the water picture of you in a nice restaurant that's what people want to see the picture should tell what exactly what you look like and what you like to do it should tell your story good information and for men here is my piece of advice no dead animals in the picture. Yeah, that's another one. That's a very good point. No fishing. No woman wants to go fishing with you. This is not of any interest. No picture anywhere near a motorcycle. People don't care about your motorcycle. No picture of your car. Uh, you know, maybe if you got a Rolls Royce, maybe, but uh, they, they don't want to see this car you've been fixing up. No picture of you without a shirt. This is the worst thing in the world. It I mean, is. The only body part a woman wants to see is your face. That's it. They don't care about anything else. Full length, you know, make sure you're not a big fat slob, but a picture of you nicely dressed and a picture of you doing something interesting. Not fishing, but a picture of you uh, skiing. Or, and don't don't go too crazy with that. I see some of these women you go on their profile, there's a picture of them skiing, here's a picture of them bungee jumping, here's a picture of them uh, skydiving, here's a, I'm just looking for a date, not a commando. I mean, I don't need all this. <laughs> yes, the nude pictures, and I'm just talking about the upper half of males' bodies, at my age, I don't want to see that. Not in the beginning. Yes, it's- and I, have, I always have to explain to men, you, I, I hate to bring it up, but the dick pic that sometimes men will send. They have no idea how, there's nothing more repulsive to a woman. This is of no interest. They actually are so stupid. 
they think a woman will look at this and get all turned on that this isn't the last thing they want to see. And I always tell them, go get a, borrow a dog, get a picture of you with a dog, <laughs> holding a dog or a cat. Just, you want to get them excited, send that. Or get a nice little kid, not yours, because they don't, don't necessarily want you to have little kids. But you playing with a little kid, that's, uh, that's going to turn them on, not the uh, body part picture. No, you don't want to see it. And another thing that for men, please, if you have a beard, keep it shaved nicely. I guess that's how you would say it. What do you do with a beard? Facial hair. Yeah, keep it trimmed. Uh, better yet, shave it. <laughs> well, yeah, yes. But, no, but if you somebody, have to have one. Like, some people like the beard. Uh, but that's usually, if you're on an older site, you know, younger, in the 20s, 30s, they kind of like beards, but uh, an older woman's probably not going to like the beard. It's not that important. And if you, and here's the other thing. If you take a picture at home, this is very important. People don't think about it. They take a picture and they're at home, and behind them, you can see their home is a mess. The coffee table's got junk all over it, and nothing's straightened up, and people look at that stuff. So if you're going to take a picture at home, make sure everything is perfect behind you. Good advice. I like the picture, talking about pictures, because it is important. And my grief counselor said to me, always get a picture of them standing. And there's a story behind that. Because one of his clients was, you know, talking to someone and they finally went out. And he was a very attractive man, but all the pictures were waist up. Well, she got to the date and he was in a wheelchair, now, I'm not saying anything against that. I'm just saying that the best practice in policy is to be honest about who you are. Well, uh, but any normal nice guy or woman would say that. Obviously, you'd say that. Probably in the, in the original profile that you wrote, you should say that. And uh, that's very important. Yeah. Those, and it's the kind of things that, again, talk on the phone a little. That should come out in a phone conversation if they didn't want to put it in a profile. Speaking of being truthful, I'll tell you another story. So I'm talking to a gentleman in northern Michigan, and we're going to go meet. And I went back through his profile, and I didn't see anything about divorce or being a widower. And I thought, that's interesting. So on a, a telephone conversation, I said, obviously, you're not widowed because I'm a widow, and that's always a conversation. If you are a widower and you're talking to a widow, you usually talk about your spouse who passed. So how long have you been divorced? And his response was, I'm not divorced. I'm married. And my response was, I did not get on a dating site to meet a married man. And of course, I never met him. What a killjoy. Let the guy have some fun. Let him him enjoy himself. He didn't need a whole lecture from you. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, he doesn't. So what other advice do you well, wait, have for so you, He was on the dating site with his pictures? Oh, yeah. Yes. You know, that's interesting. How does he know that uh, not just his wife, but friends of his won't see it and tell his wife? That's pretty interesting. And a lot of yeah. times the guy, you find out it's not really his picture because uh, he didn't want any friends to see it and tell the wife. Well, I looked him up on Facebook and the guy in the picture on the profile was also the same guy on well, Facebook. God, so. like a brave guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, before I go back on you know, the dating website. Ashley Madison, and that's for married people to cheat. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I've never heard of that. Very, very popular site, Ashley Madison. And that's for guys who want to cheat and women who want to cheat. Now, (laughs) it has millions of people subscribing to it. But one thing they found is a lot of them aren't really married. They're actually single and lying that they're married. (laughs) The reason they're on that site, it's just people looking for sex. And obviously, they only got an hour or two, and then they have to get home. So for a lot of guys, (laughs) they love this site. They sign up immediately. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What else is out there? Well, you do have those sex kind of sites. There's a site for every kind of sexual thing, obviously. There's a a lot of ethnic sites. There's, you know, you want to meet a Russian or you want to meet an Asian or you want to those kind of sites. What else is out there? Sites for hobbies and all that kind of stuff. But you're better off just stick to the main mainstream sites. That's where you get. you, You need a lot of people on the site. You need tremendous volume. Because you're lucky if uh, 1% of 1% of the people there are going to be what you want. And that is what is so disheartening. And here's another thing. Most of the people you talk to, you just kind of give up and you never meet them. Talk about that for a bit. Well, the biggest problem on the dating site for most of them is you'll get all these great responses. Guy looks good, sounds good, but he's in uh, he's in California or he's in Texas or he's in Florida. That's the problem. You get these answers from all over the country. It's one good thing about uh, Bumble. They're pretty much local. Usually it's nearby. Uh, Tinder's the same way. By the way, Tinder, a lot of people think that's a hookup site. It, I think it was when it began, but it immediately became a good, fine mainstream site. It's owned by Match uh, and they run. It's the same as Match. Maybe it's just a little younger crowd, but the, when you go in there, it's generally very local people. So that's the good thing about those to the bad thing is they're not on the computer only on the phone that's the only place you can use them so i forgot the question what was the question (laughs) (laughs) oh some other sites that's what it was yeah but stick to the stick to the main ones and again uh, plenty of fish a little uh kind of low end there you don't need that one match is great uh okay cupid is pretty good try bumble it's a very good site and try that site hinge uh, definitely a little more upscale and again, uh, remember, each site is like a like a restaurant or a bar. This one gets this crowd. This one gets that crowd. Uh, and some are some are better in certain areas. Like Hinge is very big in New York in this area. It might not be so much in the Midwest. And then there's a, the Match is very big in the Midwest, not so big in New York. Oh, that's interesting. Let me I guess you ran out of questions. Look, I did. I did. You ran. I must be a bad <laughs> guess. You can't think of anything to ask me. Well, so the I think you went out with. Who was the best? Hmm. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> Nobody won. <laughs> no, no one won. So, so if I call these guys, what would they say about you? I have no idea. Well, see, you sound so good. You have this beautiful voice, this great way of speaking. Maybe you intimidate some of these guys, too. Well, what I have found is that a lot of men want me to pay for things, and I won't do that. Well, I think, again, you got to go back to the phone and screen a little bit. <laughs> you can just find every cheapskate around. <laughs> so if I decide to put my foot back into that water, uh, you're suggesting hinge and probably match. And yeah, bu- Now, what's... What's Bumble. Bumble? What's Bumble? Probably the single biggest uh, dating app of all. It's an app. It's not on the computer. It's on the phone. But Bumble is very good. And it tends to get you people close by. So try Bumble. It's very good. Hey, the other thing is, uh, if you really don't like something, like you don't like a cheapskate or a guy that won't pick up a check, or don't put it in your profile. I know it's important, but it makes you sound negative. You know, don't write, not looking for hookups. No hookups. We know you're not. You don't have to say it or 
no, no cheapskates. Don't get negative about what you don't like. Keep your, everything in your profile positive, happy. If you're going to make fun of something, make it lighthearted. Uh, but don't don't uh, put all these uh, you know restrictions, all these disclaimers on it. People, it doesn't look good. Okay, that's that's good information. Now, what about actual dating without these sites? Do you know anyone that actually calls somebody up? They know them and without a dating site. And they ask them to go out on a date. Well, are you talking about meeting in person? Yeah, it happens all the time for a lot of people. But for some people, a lot of guys are too shy to approach a woman. Uh, it's easier on the site. And there are a lot of women who, for whatever reason, they haven't been out in the dating world. They haven't been back out there dating. They're a little apprehensive of some guy, some stranger that walks over. They don't feel comfortable about it because as scary as it is to go on the site, it's uh, even stranger to have a total stranger come up to you and you have to think about giving them your number or your email or something. But it... Uh, if people do meet all the time. There are bars, well, I don't know, everywhere, but look, if you're in New York, there's a million places you could go meet somebody. Although I've noticed one thing, the pandemic killed everything for about a year, and now it's all back and everybody's out again. But I've noticed there's a lot less bar activity now as far as singles, because for a year, everybody was forced to just do it online. And a lot of people liked it. They haven't come back to bars and doing it in person. Very few. So most people love the online way, find it more efficient, and they've stuck with it. Wow. That's interesting because I haven't found that at all. We're talking about, about normal people. No. <laughs> oh, well, Mark Simone, can you add anything else? Advice for me. Well, you don't need advice. You're doing fine. But for people out there, hey, and don't ever get this attitude of, I wouldn't go online. What kind of people would be on? Everybody you ever met in person is online. Everybody's online now. Everybody. So if you think, you know, I'm going to get my friends to fix me up. That way I'll meet a better type of person. Or I'm going to go, I'll go out to a nice place. That way I'll meet better. Every one of those people you're meeting also has an online profile. You could have met them there too. So it's all the same people everywhere. Well, thank you so much for being a part of Modern Whittle Podcast, Mark. Well, it is the highlight of my uh, afternoon. Oh, I'm sure it is. Of my and before we close, uh, how can our listeners connect with your show? Just type the name Mark Simone, M-A-R-K-S-I-M-O-N-E. Uh, just Google it. Go to my website, MarkSimone.com. There's a button for the podcast, a button to listen live. Uh, everything's right up there. Thank you. Bye-bye. We want to thank our executive producer for her continued expert advice and critiques of our podcast. Many thanks to Parkner Studios for mixing our audio and very special thanks to our guest, Mark Simone, for making our podcast so informative, fun, and beneficial to our audience. Of course, we always want to thank you, our audience, for tuning in and listening each week. If you would like to write a comment, our email address is modern.whittle.podcast at gmail.com. Once again, modern.whittle.podcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to write us a love letter, you can also use that email address. You can listen to our podcast on the following apps, Anchor, Spotify, Breakers, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Sherry. And I'm Fran. And as Sherry mentioned at the beginning of today's podcast, next week we have a special treat for our listeners. As she told you, we'll be interviewing actually two couples. One's been married 50 years and one has been married 75 years. And they are all vibrant, active, loving people. So it should be quite uh, interesting and quite fun. This week's ending quote comes from an unknown author. 
When we lose someone we love, we must learn not to live without them, but to live with the love they left behind. So till next week, see ya. Bye-bye. Right at your baby, but here's my-